This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nononsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 114 is brought to us by Bybit. There are seven days left. I thought there were less, but I'm looking at it right now. It says seven days left to sign up for the World Series of Trading, $8 million prize pool, Lamborghini, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I would not take seven days to sign up if you've been putting this off. I would get in there as soon as possible. Click on the Bybit link down below. It takes you to the blog. It takes you to my affiliate link. Click that. Get yourself signed up. Looks like volume might be back. Most crypto traders out there absolutely killed it this week. Could be you. You could also get all the benefits you get from signing up through my link. So whether you want to participate in the contest or you just want to get started trading crypto because there's no reason not to, check out Bybit because membership does have its rewards. It is a 10-minute contrarian podcast, and uh, fear not, I do have more to say on the energy front. We have at least two more episodes coming out in the immediate future in terms of energy. Uh, Boy, I thought we'd kind of break it up a little bit and talk about what happened this week in crypto, because what happened this week has happened in the past, and it will happen in the future. And we should have a pretty good idea of how to, one, kind of flesh it all out, and then two, have a game plan in place for when it happens again, because it invariably will. You know, we should have a game plan in place for right now. And then towards the middle of the show, we'll be going over uh, some of my top metaverse projects and giving updates on those. Now, I know there's people out there who don't really care to invest in the metaverse, at least not right now, Um, but I think it might be a good time to do that because uh, we were pretty far away in the past. Um, Admittedly, I thought we were closer. Everybody did. But things are really starting to take shape. And at the same time, prices are also very low because all the moon boys with no patience have already quit and left the market. And a lot of them are probably going to come back. Uh, But wouldn't you like to be in before them? For a sector with this much upside? Stay tuned for that. So what happened this week, if you weren't paying attention, is uh, towards the early part of the week, altcoins started to fall. Um, Altcoins really not named Bitcoin and Ethereum. And uh, no real explanation as to why. Um, But as they always do, the Bitcoin and the ETH maxis uh, all got really smug about it and said, look, look at all these shit coins going down in value while we're holding our value. Aren't we great? Wasn't I right about everything? Could you please validate me? And then towards the middle of the week, Bitcoin and Ethereum followed. As I'm recording this in the last seven days, Bitcoin has fallen 11%. That's a lot for Bitcoin, (laughs) especially recently. You know, over time, Bitcoin gets stronger and stronger and the volatility gets less and less. So what happened? You know, that's still the lingering question out there. We don't really know. There's a few theories out there. Uh, One was that the SEC got approved for an appeal against XRP. But we all kind of know from what we've been talking about here, that's really a nothing burger. Um, they don't have a really strong case. I don't see them winning that appeal. And how long is this whole thing going to take? The XRP trial lasted almost three years. So who cares? And, and really, are there enough people out there that care that would send the price of Bitcoin down 11%? Like, are you thinking this through? Uh, another piece of news that came out that people are trying to point to is Evergrande. Uh, I think Evergrande finally filed for bankruptcy. Like, is there anybody else out there that thought Evergrande just didn't exist anymore? Like it was Enron and it shuttered and now it's gone. And then all of a sudden news comes out and like, oh, oh, we mean it this time. 
and that took down the price of Bitcoin 11%? Are you serious? China has outright banned Bitcoin like 75 times, and that didn't take the market down, like we saw this week. Are we really thinking a left-for-dead company like Evergrande, officially declaring bankruptcy, took the price of Bitcoin down 11%? Guys, what are we doing here? So let's cross that one off. <laughs> and uh, then the, the other thing, which I guess is the most plausible of the three, just by default, uh, was a rumor that Elon Musk's SpaceX dumped uh, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin onto the market. Um, now, to date, this rumor has not yet been confirmed. Elon hasn't said anything about it on Twitter. Uh, but I can see how this would take the price down. We remember what happened when Elon himself sold a bunch of Bitcoin. Everybody panicked. And this actually started a bear market. Now, I thought in you know Q3 of 2023 that we were all beyond this madness. But uh, here we are, doing the same shit we did before. But now a lot of people who are bullish crypto are saying that we officially have a flash sale and that we should be buying hand over fist. So for what I think you should do, stay tuned for the latter part of the show where we get into the solutions, as we always do towards the end. Um, but while we're here, I want to go ahead and knock out some metaverse stuff now. Because a year ago today, uh, none of these projects had anything. It was all rumor. It was all speculation. It was all hope. It was all a dream. And flash forward one year later, we have some real things out, and we have some real expectations, we have some real roadmaps, and we actually have playable games out with some of these projects, which if you ever follow you know, Web2 video games, this can take years to do. And with these Web3 budgets, which are not the same as Web2 budgets, they are smaller, I'm really impressed to see this level of progress come out in such a short amount of time, now that I have a better understanding of how this industry works. And just so everybody knows out there, you don't have to buck up for land or expensive NFTs in some of these projects. For one, if it's on the Cardano blockchain, the NFTs aren't going to be worth a whole lot, but if that's still out of your range, or if you just don't care to be an active participant, you can be a passive participant, because every project I'm about to talk about has their own token. Some are used in games, some are not but they are still alternative ways to play this space. I've also said in the past, if you want a more picks and shovels approach, which is also a good idea in my opinion, you want to play the gaming studios or simply the blockchains they're on. So there are many ways to play this. I'm very bullish on the industry myself, as you know. And let me kind of reiterate which projects I am bullish on. We will start with Alluvium, which is on the Ethereum chain, which is on the IMX layer 2. The roadmap says... We should have everything out before the end of the year. Oddly enough, prices for almost all of the land NFTs have been falling during these last few months. Now, when you see prices fall, you have to remember, these are not Wall Street insiders selling these things. These are just regular run-of-the-mill NFT buyers. So I don't read too much into that, um, but if you have ever wanted to buy an NFT, if you ever wanted to buy land here, if you ever wanted the chance to produce fuel, which is the, the main currency of the game, really, and have the chance to mint skins for the game, uh, which we have seen in the past are the biggest moneymaker of the majority of games out there, then now would be a good time. Yeah, you would certainly be getting in for a lesser price than I got in. 
but then again, the ILV token is out there, and that is uh, now in the $40 range. There's, you know, guys know I'm not big on price levels, but it just doesn't ever want to break that $40 range. So it's pretty close to it right now. Um, now, I can't say where the price is going to go, but if you want to buy the token that way, you can also stake the token and get revenue distribution from the game once it comes out. It's pretty cool. I'll be doing that as well. And just know, expectations say that we will have the fully playable version of this game by the end of the year. Color me skeptical, but I have been wrong before. And even if I'm wrong, I don't think it's going to be too much longer after the beginning of the year before we really see something come around. I'm super excited. To me, this has the highest ceiling out of anything we're going to talk about today. Moving down to Cornucopius on the Cardano blockchain. The native token there is a ticker symbol COPI. This one's certainly going to take a longer time to come out, but I will say that all of the NFTs have gone up in value in terms of ADA, Cardano token. This community understands what's going on here. They see the potential, and now, we're, if you follow this project, we're actually seeing pieces of this game come out um, in the beta stage, of course, and it looks incredible. I have not seen anything in the open world metaverse sector. Now, keep in mind, uh, Cornucopius is a hybrid open world slash gaming project, but man, the graphics look so good. It's They're so clean. I want to live in a world like this, and I'm not even a big-time gamer. You know, like, like, I couldn't stop talking about this yesterday. That's, that's how blown away I was. Uh, and you guys know what a, a pretty even-keeled person I am when it comes to getting too high or too low on things. I mean, a lot of things have to break right with these projects. Remember, 90-95% of them are not going to make it. But so far, the ones I have chosen to back are looking like there really could be something there. And with Cornucopius, their racing game will be the first to come out. So if you like racing games, or if you're interested in holding NFTs in the hopes that um, the rest of the world is going to latch on to these racing games, uh, then like I said, not financial advice, but probably the sooner the better because you know, these things just keep going up. I wait for a drop in price so I can swoop in, and they just don't happen, like ever, with this game, which says a lot. So moving on down to Cardania... Now, Cardania, um, at least in the iterations they have right now, are not going to blow you away graphically. It's not meant to do that, but that's fine. We see plenty of games out there that are not graphic masterpieces that do extraordinarily well. Uh, now, the cool thing with Cardania is it is already a play-to-earn game. You can go there, play their games, and earn their native token, uh, ticker symbol RAD. And I've been saying for years now, I've been collecting RAD tokens every five days simply because I hold land and I stake my ADA in their pool. But now I can also go play the game and earn more. Now, the price of that token has been going down like a lot of these tokens have, but that's exactly why I want to play more. You know, I remember, I think I, I said it on here, when the price of CRO drops, I use the crypto.com uh, card all the time. I use as much as possible because I want to accumulate those tokens while they're cheap. You know, so like everything, I'm looking two, three years ahead, and I'm stoked that we already have a couple actual playable games with this project. How many projects can even say that? And there's more on the way. They have a card game that, if it can come out soon, is going to have a big first mover advantage. Um, there are a couple card games out there, and they're not even that good, but they're doing really well because that's all that's out there. This one, I mean, the art's better. 
The mechanics are better. They just need to push this thing out because I'm telling you, people understand how big card games are. You guys know how closely I follow this space. I can tell you right now, on Immutable X alone, there's like 15 card games scheduled to come out. I don't know when, but they're in the works. On the B&B chain, I could probably tell you about three or four. And this isn't even including what's coming out on Gala or just the Ethereum chain or the Polygon chain itself. It could be dozens more. But if they can get this thing pushed out soon, it has real potential. And if you're a fan of these card games, check it out. You're not going to be able to get into these card games at a cheaper price, I'm going to tell you that. The ones that are currently out and playable right now are stupid expensive. And that community is great. I'm telling you, if you stay in on a Friday night, go play marbles with them. You'll win things that are anywhere from like 500 ADA to all the way up to 2,000 ADA just for showing up. Great community, really cool vibe. Again, as much of a gamer as I am not, I'm so glad I joined up with these communities and latched onto these projects. Then uh, a distant fourth on this is going to be Pavia. Just because I don't know what to make of it, it is going to be strictly an open world. So if you like being able to walk around in a virtual world and maybe start a business or patronize businesses or go see shows or check out the houses people built, then this is the type of metaverse for you uh, built on the uh, Cardano blockchain. They do have a native token, uh, ticker symbol P-A-V-I-A. And this is one of those projects that I don't even see coming around all the way for another couple years. But... They do have something called the Pavia Playground that's out right now. That If you go to pavia.io, you can just go download it and run around yourself and check it out. It's not going to be part of the actual world, but it is, it's one big alpha or one big beta. I'm not sure how they, how they label it. But you can go run around and kind of get an idea for what it's going to be like in the future. You know, it's, it's pretty unpolished. But again, it's so great to see these things that you took an interest to early on and finally see them start to develop, even though Pavia is way further behind in their development, in my opinion, than the other three I just spoke about. So however you decide to play this sector, or if you even decide to play it at all, I wanted to take this time to give everybody an update while we're already talking about crypto. And speaking of crypto, let's get to the solutions part of the show. Now, I don't mind investing in a good old-fashioned overreaction, but one, I don't know if this is a real overreaction. It certainly looks like it, but we still don't know the reason why it's happening. And if it wasn't Elon Musk Bitcoin dump, well, then history has shown us that this is quite significant and could lead to much worse things. You guys have heard me say on this show numerous times, I don't think there was any more upside left in the crypto space. I thought down was the only way to go. I would not have been surprised if we saw one more little pop upwards to get everybody excited and then slam the market down. But to me, it was really down only. And here we are. If you look at some of the altcoins out there, um, some of them, there's a very few amount of them like Algorand that are like hitting new lows. But I'm waiting to see price come back down to the lows from the beginning of the year. And then I'll pick up a little bit. I certainly won't be unloading until the situation that I'm expecting to happen happens. And again, it might not happen. I might miss out on this, and I'll just have to deal with the tokens that I have. But once we start seeing new lows, or them approaching the, the old lows, and so for this, I'm thinking tokens like uh, Matic, like Litecoin, like IMX. You know, once those hit their, their old lows for the year, I will probably be buying small amounts. Now, why did I choose those coins? 
uh, for the reasons I just spoke about. You know, IMX and Matic, I think, are going to be leaders in the gaming space. And I think that's eventually going to be one of the first things that propels us out of this bear market. And it might not even propel the rest of the market. It might just be bullish on its own. Uh, but timing-wise, I see that breaking out a lot sooner than things like DeFi or, you know, um, exchange tokens that benefit when the market breaks overall. And then Litecoin, because I'm just an obnoxious fanboy of Litecoin, and any chance to accumulate more of those that I can get, I will take. But for everything else, my bags personally are pretty much packed, and I'm either going to unload at super cheap prices, or I'm just going to play defense and let it be. If anybody out there is listening to this on YouTube and want to share your strategy for what you're going to do, go down below. Yeah, especially if it differs from mine, we want to hear other opinions here. How are you playing this drop? Are you playing it? Are you going to wait? What do you see the future holding here? Do you have a crazy prediction? Be crazy. It's okay to be crazy right now. Because when we look back on all of this years from now, I really do think as we sit here today, we're still very early 